Welcome to The Floating Experiment. I'm your host, Kim Kogani, and this podcast is meant to be a moment of pause in your busy day. Get comfy, take a deep breath, and let's go to the show. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. Normally, I love to create episodes that center around a common theme, um, but today I'm just really feeling like sharing what's been going on with me and kind of talking about floating through waves, um, which for me are just kind of like big emotions that are coming up. So I would love to lead off with a message I received from my inner voice about what happens when these waves come up and what, you know, what maybe we could do to ride those waves. So the message from my inner voice that I received today said, lean into the current. When it gets wavy, trust the waves. They will guide you. You will only tip over when you resist them. And this message was so simple. And also I was thinking about times when I've been in the water and there have been waves and our natural inclination is to kind of resist them or freeze up or, you know, become rigid so that we can ride atop them instead of leaning into them. Um, So recently I bought a stand-up paddleboard, which... I've really been enjoying, but there's definitely a learning curve for me. And I don't know how to swim, actually. So there's a lot that feels like there's at stake when I'm on my board. Um, I always wear a life vest when I'm paddleboarding, just in case. But when I first stepped onto the paddleboard um, for the very first time, I was so scared. I was so afraid that I was going to fall in and that made me just really stiff and rigid and I had a really difficult time with standing up and just moving about. And recently um, I went out one morning to go paddleboarding on this lake that's by my house and at first the waters were really calm and I was paddling and just feeling really really good and peaceful. I love to kind of paddle out into the middle of the water and then sit down and do a little meditation. Um, But then the wind kind of started up and there were these waves coming. And I noticed that when I was meditating, I drifted pretty far from where I had started. And so I started to get this kind of panic feeling in my body. I really just wanted to be done with the whole experience, but I was so far away from where I had started that it was going to take some time to get back. And so I started paddling and I could feel the wind moving me, moving my body. And that freaked me out. And the waves kind of started to increase and my paddleboard started to move a lot and like there was water coming over the top of it and you know instantly my body wanted to freeze and then 
I kind of had a shift and this idea of like leaning into the current came up and I started just to see like as my board tipped to the right, I kind of just leaned right and I saw how much it could dip and then it would kind of go to the left and I started to get a glimpse of what that could feel like, but then my mind kind of just had too much fear took over and I started to really just want it, want the whole experience to be over. And I think that that desire of just wanting to be done, wanting to be back on the shore and feeling like, you know, there were a lot of thoughts I had of like, why did you choose today? You should have looked at the wind report. Why are you not strong enough to handle this? And all of that resistance just made the experience that much worse. And I wonder if in that moment, if I had focused on just leaning to the right when my board tipped right and leaning to the left when my board tipped left, if my experience of riding the waves would have been a little bit different. And so I did make it to the shore and it was fine. I just, um, at one point I just sat on my paddle board and I was just like paddling for my life, got back to shore. Everything was fine. Totally forgot that I didn't like the experience and just moved on with my life. Fast forward a couple of days and I woke up one day just feeling really really rushed and flustered. I had overscheduled myself for that day. And it was kind of me going back to what I think of as like the old ways of like packing my schedule, having, trying to get everything done, wanting to rush to the end. And it created just honestly, like a terrible day. I ended up just kind of crying in the middle of it and just feeling really feeling like a failure. Like why, why can't I handle being busy? I can't do as much as I used to, which my mind translated to me being weak. And I had to stop myself and just gently remind myself that we're in a different place now. And being busy is not what you want. I intentionally don't want to be busy anymore. And I just need to know what my limits are. They're different than they were last year, last week, you know, two weeks ago. It's always changing. And that can I be gentle with myself and say like, wow, you really overpacked your schedule today and like, we'll get through it. And this is a great learning opportunity to know that like, you know, doing too many things in one day does not serve you. And so making a note to remind myself next time I'm looking at my schedule that I need lots of spaciousness in my day. I need long times to transition from one thing to another. And really, I just can't do errands in the same way that I used to. And it reminds me of these waves again and... You know, sometimes my mind was trying to be like a a boat speeding through the water. And if you think of like, you know, a motorized boat going through the water, it creates all those waves versus a paddleboard. And when you're paddling, you're kind of just flowing with the water. You're not creating any resistance or any waves. And 
it's important for me to remind myself that I'm not a boat speeding through the water anymore by choice. I'm choosing to live more of a paddleboard lifestyle and it's okay to oscillate between the two. I'm still in a shift, but we're setting down that idea of boats speeding through the water for a more paddleboard like lifestyle and reminding myself that I'm still in transition which means that I'm probably going to oscillate between the two for a bit. You know, some days I will feel more in flow on the proverbial paddleboard, and then other times I might kind of go back to the speedboat ways, and that's okay. It's all learning. Transition is not just a nicely packaged ending and new beginning. It's really messy and you kind of go back and forth and there's a lot of confusion. It feels chaotic and that's just how it goes. But I like to remind myself that every day, every moment is a step forward. Even when you visit past ways of being, you're still moving forward because you're learning what it feels like and how that is no longer aligned with where you're at in your life. And it's a process. It requires grieving. Recently, I started going to acupuncture, which I highly recommend. Um, It's been a really amazing experience. And my acupuncturist told me she was like, Kim, you're in a dying phase. And that was really shocking to my mind, but I could feel in my heart that really resonated. There is this part of me, you know, this big phase of my life that is no longer, and that requires grief. And it's not just leaving my jewelry company, it's everything that was tied to who that person was and my desire to leave that behind. And it's like this beautiful shedding, much like a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. What I think is not talked about in that imagery a lot is the pain and the discomfort that comes from shedding the cocoon. And that there is a phase. It's not just one day you're a caterpillar, you go into your cocoon, you become a butterfly. There is that moment of shedding, of breaking open and spreading the wings. And that's uncomfortable to break out of the cocoon that you've been, you know, safely growing in to really expand and begin again. And so it's a death and a rebirth, an ending and a beginning, beginning and ending. And I think it's just important to highlight how that might be uncomfortable and it's okay to be in flow, but also feel grief. And it's not about everything being happy and beautiful and amazing all the time and light. It's really about how can you lean into the current when you feel the grief instead of suppressing it, lean into it. When you feel sad, 
lean into the sadness, feel it fully, and then release it so that you have space for whatever emotion comes up next. One of my favorite poems um, is called The Guest House by Rumi. And the idea behind this poem is that all emotions are temporary and we should invite them in as temporary visitors, show them to the guest room and allow them to stay, learn from them and then let them go when it's time. And I love that reminder of just treating treating all emotions as guests and all of them as equal guests. So welcoming in sadness the same way you would welcome in joy, welcoming in anger and allowing anger to teach you something about yourself. And so I invite you to spend some time thinking about how can you lean into the currents of your life and trust when it gets wavy and trust that you're being guided. And I hope you find some peace and ease in your day. Take care. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love if you could share it with a friend Leave a reviewer rating on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me, you can go to thefloatingexperiment.com and at the floating experiment on Instagram. May you embrace a new way of being and invite that sensation of floating into your life. Until next time, take care.